0: All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I'm Barsa Williams. The Headlines Congress splits in Goa, 10 of 15 MLAs join BJP. In Karnataka, BJP Legislature Party meets today to discuss political situation in the state. Cabinet approves bill to merge all labor laws into single court. US House of Representatives passes bill removing country cap on green card. Men's single semi final lineup drawn at Wimbledon Tennis Championships and in an ICC Cricket World Cup, Australia take on England in second semi final at Birmingham this afternoon. In Goa, 10 of the total 15 Congress MLAs have split to merge with the BJP, effecting a two-third merger. They met Speaker of the Goa Legislative Assembly, Rajesh Patnikar, in the presence of Goa Chief Minister Pramod Sawant yesterday. Mr. Patnikar confirmed receiving a letter from the 10 MLAs for merger with the BJP and said he had accepted it. Talking to AIR News, Mr. Sawant said the MLAs have joined the BJP for the development of the state. The 10
1: MLAs from the Congress Party, the two-third of the legislative wing of the Congress, they have joined for the
0: Bharatiya Janata party in the state of Goa. It is a very much stable government and they have joined by their own to strengthen the government for the development of the state, for the development of their constituency. Today we are in uh, Delhi. We'll meet Home Minister Mr. Amit Bhai Shah to discuss the further issue and also to the JP Nadaji, the party's career director of further decisions. So according to that, the state unit will take the decision. The Congress group which has split from the party is led by Leader of Opposition Chandrakant Kavlikar. The 10 Congress MLA's are expected to meet the BJP central leadership in New Delhi today. More from our correspondent.
1: The move of 10 Congress legislators merging with BJP significantly increases BJP's strength in the Goa Legislative Assembly from 17 to 27 MLAs, while also consolidating the BJP-led
0: state government, which is also supported by three legislators each from Goa Forward Party and independents. It means the BJP-led government now enjoys the support of 33 of the 40
1: MLAs in the House. Following the move, the Goa SMD currently has 27 BJP legislators, 5 Congress MLAs, 3 each from Goa Forward Party and Independents and 1 each from Nationalist Congress Party and Maharashtrawadi Gomantak Party. Saikat Sarkar from Goa for AIR.
0: In Karnataka, the BJP Legislature Party will meet in Bengaluru today to discuss the situation arising out of a spate of resignations by Congress and JDS MLAs. The party lawmakers are also expected to work out strategies in case the EHD's Kumaraswamy government collapses. A delegation of BJP leaders met Governor Vajubhaiwala at Raj Bhavan yesterday and sought his intervention for a floor test in the Assembly as, according to the party, the Kumaraswamy government has lost majority. The Supreme Court will hear a petition today filed by rebel Congress and JDS MLAs alleging that the Karnataka Assembly Speaker has been deliberately not accepting their resignations. The Council for the Rebel MLAs told a bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi that these lawmakers have already resigned from their membership of the Assembly and wanted to contest fresh elections. Meanwhile, the political crisis in the state has further deepened after two more Congress MLAs, MTB Nagaraj and K. Sudhakar, submitted their resignations to the Assembly Speaker yesterday. With this, the number of rebels has gone up to 18. The Karnataka government has called a cabinet meeting today. More from our correspondent.
1: The cabinet meeting today to be chaired by Chief Minister Shikumar Swami is likely to discuss the next course of action after deepening political crisis. The Speaker has asked eight of the MLAs to resubmit their resignations. However, they have moved to Supreme Court and that will also play a crucial role in deciding the future course. B.K. Shikumar, who returned from Mumbai after failing to meet the rebels, can be seen in action in Bengaluru today. The session on Friday may see dramatic developments. Sudhendra, AIR News, Bengaluru.
0: The Union Cabinet has approved a bill to merge 13 central labour laws into a single code which will apply to all establishments employing 10 or more workers. This consolidation can potentially benefit large sections of the 40 crore workforce. The proposed Code on Occupational Safety, Health and Working Conditions Bill will enhance coverage of workers' manifold. Labor Minister Santosh Gangwar said the code will be applicable to all business entities dealing in the port and mining sector, even if they have only one employee. The proposed changes are intended to improve ease of business and giving enhanced protection to employees by mandating certain norms. The bill provides for a single license regime for staffing firms, thus significantly improving their ease of doing business. Mr. Gangwar said that a comprehensive change in labour law which the government will bring through legislation will make appointment letters mandatory. The decision comes a week after the Cabinet gave its go-ahead to a Labour Code on Wages, which has the provision of mandatory compliance of minimum wage and timely payment. Both the bills will be introduced during the current session of Parliament. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. The Supreme Court will hear a petition today seeking early hearing in the Ram Mabhumi Babri Masjid land dispute case. A bench of Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi and Justices S.A. Bobde, D.Y. Chandrachod, Ashok Bhushan and Abdul Nazir will hear the matter. The plea has been filed by Rajendra Singh, son of Gopal Singh Visharad, one of the plaintiffs in the original civil suit, regarding the Ayodhya land. In his application, Mr. Singh alleged that no progress has been made in the mediation ordered by the Apex Court to settle the issue. The plea also urged the Apex Court to start hearing appeals against the September 30, 2010 verdict of the Allahabad High Court in the matter. The Court had, on March 8, constituted a three-member committee chaired by former Supreme Court Judge Fakir Muhammad Ibrahim Khalifullah for exploring possibilities of an amicable settlement to the land dispute. The panel also comprised spiritual leader Sri Sri Ravi Shankar and senior Madras High Court advocate Sri Ram Panchu. In Jammu and Kashmir, on the 10th day of the ongoing Shri Amarnath Yatra, over 9,300 yatris paid obeisance at the Holy Cave Shrine yesterday. Shri Amarnath Shrine Board officials said since the commencement of the annual yatra on the 1st of July, 1,30,500 yatris had darshan of the shivling at the Holy Cave till yesterday evening. The yatra will conclude on August the 15th, coinciding with Raksha Bandhan and Shravan Purnima. In Bihar, due to incessant rain in catchment areas for the past four days, many rivers of the northern region are in spate. Water of Lal River has inundated Fulwariya Diversion Road in East Champaran, which has disrupted vehicular traffic. The Met Department has sounded an alert of heavy to extreme heavy rainfall at several places in western, northern and eastern Bihar for the next three days. A report.
1: Nepal originating rivers Gandak, Badmati, Buri, Gandak flowing above Danzarmar at several places. Flood water has spread in urine and layer embankment areas. After the discharge of 1,30,000 q feet water from Gandak Baral, flood water has entered Walmiki Nagar Tiger Reserve. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News, Patna.
0: In Telangana, many sarpanches have started holding gram sabhas on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's suggestions regarding water conservation and plantation activities. They plan to involve people in these activities in the current rainy season. Honi Shashank Sharma, a newly elected sarpanch of Donti village in Medat district, elaborated on the activities to be taken up in his village.
1: Prime Minister has written letter to all the village heads that serpents on conservation of water and plantation making various suggestions. Water conservation and plantation needs a huge public participation. Prime Minister suggests all the serpents and the village heads various tips like plantation of new plants and cleaning of tanks, cleaning of lakes, construction of new small check dams and various suggestions regarding the water conservation.
0: World Population Day is being observed today. The day which seeks to focus attention on the urgency and importance of population issues was established by the then-Governing Council of the United Nations Development Programme in 1989. This year's World Population Day calls for global attention to the unfinished business of the 1994 International Conference on Population and Development. The U.S. House of Representatives has passed a bill aimed at lifting the present 7% country cap on issuing green cards. The move will benefit thousands of highly skilled Indian IT professionals. A green card allows a person to live and work permanently in the U.S. The bill, however, has to be passed by the Senate, wherein the Republicans enjoy a majority, before it can be signed into law by President Donald Trump. The bill on being signed into law will considerably shorten the agonizing weight of talented professionals from countries like India who have applied for permanent residency in the United States. Indian IT professionals, most of whom are highly skilled and come to the U.S. mainly on the H-1B work visas are the worst sufferers of the 7% per country quota on allotment of the coveted green cards. UK ambassador to the US, Kim Darroch, has resigned following a row over leaked confidential memos where the ambassador had described the President Trump and his administration as inept and uniquely dysfunctional. Memos from Darroch were leaked to a British Sunday newspaper infuriating Trump, who launched a stinging Twitter attack on both the envoy and Prime Minister Theresa May, who had given him her full support. Theresa May said Sir Kim's departure was a matter of deep regret after the ambassador said it was impossible for him to continue. In the ICC Cricket World Cup, defending champions Australia will take on hosts England in the second semi-final at Birmingham this afternoon. The match will begin at 3pm Indian time. All India Radio will broadcast live commentary on the game from 2.30pm. It can be heard on the Rajthani Channel, FM Rainbow Network and additional frequencies. We have a report. It will be a battle of
1: nerves when the two Ashes rivals, Australia and England, face off in the second semi-final at Edgbaston today. Five-time world champions Australia had finished the group stage at the second spot in the 10-team points table behind leaders India, while England, who have never won the tournament, was third, a place above New Zealand. In the group stage, Australia had defeated England by 64 runs at London. England have turned into a formidable unit since their first round exit in the 2015 edition of the World Cup. But it will take a Special effort from them to upstage the Aussies who are yet to lose a semi-final. New Zealand broke Indian hearts last night when they defeated the men in blue by 18 runs at Manchester to enter the final. The summit clash will be played in London on Sunday. Savi Hassan Khan, AIR News.
0: The men's single semi-final lineup of the Wimbledon Tennis Championships, the third Grand Slam of the season at London, has been decided. World number 1 Novak Djokovic, second seed and eight-time winner Roger Federer, 3rd place Rafael Nadal and Roberto Bautista Agut sealed their last four berths last evening after winning their respective quarter-final matches. While Djokovic defeated Belgian David Goffin, Federer beat Japan's Kei Nishikori, Nadal got the better of American Sam Querrey, Agut saw off Argentine Guido Pella. In the semi-finals, while Federer will face Nadal, Djokovic will meet Agut. The women's singles last four matches will be played today. Seven-time champion Serena Williams will clash with Czech Barbara Strikova. with Simona Halep taking on Elina Switolina of Ukraine. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Abhishek Kumar.
1: Thank you, Valsa. The Karnataka crisis and India's disappointing exit from the World Cup occupy prime space across newspapers. Karnataka coalition strength drops to 100 as two more MLAs resign, headlines the Times of India. BJP tests the waters in Karnataka as more MLAs resign, means governor, writes The Indian Express. Cabinet clears bill to combat ponzi menace, reports The Pioneer. The Business Standard leads with Finance Minister rules out FPI surcharge rollback. The Economic Times observes FPI's mull going corporate, but changes won't be easy. Slowdown deepens, sale of passenger cars fall from eighth consecutive month, states the Indian Express. India's World Cup dream over in Manchester, notes the statesman on India's semi-final defeat yesterday. The national capital may have to wait longer for rains as heavy monsoon showers unlikely in cities soon. The Asian aid cites the weather department. And finally the types of India takes a look at the government's proposed model tenancy law seeking to balance the interest of both tenants and landlords. The paper writes, draft rent law, cap on security amount, penalty for overstay. And with that, it's back to you, Valsa.
0: Thank you, Abhishek. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Congress splits in Goa, 10 of 15 MLAs join BJP. In Karnataka, BJP Legislature Party meets today to discuss political situation in the state. Cabinet approves bill to merge all labor laws into single code. U.S. House of Representatives passes bail-removing country cap on green card. Men's single semi-final line-up drawn at Wimbledon Tennis Championships and in ICC Cricket World Cup Australia take on England in second semi-final at Birmingham this afternoon. With that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.